It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. Tip top of the holiday season, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for December the 28th, where the threshold for inclusion has never been higher. You're either undefeated or you're not making the show today. That is the level of guests we've got as the two last remaining undefeated basketball teams in West Central Illinois on the boys' side will be joining us. Their coaches, Ryan Seasting from West Central, in advance of his team's big semifinal showdown today at the Waverly Tournament with a very athletic athletic Athens team, as well as Brian Ray, whose Payson Seymour Indians are trying to win the Greenview Tournament today, as they will take on Illini Central at 5 o'clock. We'll get previews with both of those coaches of the big showdowns ahead. They've both had phenomenal seasons. We'll break down their teams, get a little intel on them as well moving forward, and hopefully we are not too far away from a head-to-head meeting between the two, maybe in the championship game of the Winchester Invitational, but they do have a hard-scheduled game in February, so that will be awful fun for the tri-states as well hey before we spin things forward though let's take a look back at last night busy night of holiday tournament action all over the place we'll start you off in collinsville where it was a disappointing night in the first round at eight o'clock last night at the classic for quincy high school losing to class 1a madison 54 51 again the holidays are always a strange animal the blue devils had a really rough start to the third quarter got behind and never really recovered losing a 54 51 decision adante Kreider had 19 points in the loss. Quincy Notre Dame after a thrilling win over Peoria Christian to open up the State Farm Classic run for them. They are the five seed there. They were beaten by the four seed, a really good Aurora Christian team, 64-37 yesterday. Not a lot of scoring for the Raiders in that contest, so Quincy Notre Dame falls into the championship backdraw today. They'll play at the Shirk Center at 1230 against El Paso Gridley. At the aforementioned Greenview Christmas Tournament, two wins yesterday for Pace and Seymour. The Indians take down Danville Schlarman, 58-45. Lucas Luce and Cole Schwartz each with 22 points in that victory. Payson Seymour, to advance to the championship game, also beat the host squad Greenview, 74-23. Hayden Hildebrand had 18 in that one again versus Illini Central today at 5 o'clock for the championship of that affair. At the Waverly Holiday Tournament, the championship quarterfinals, West Central stays red hot, beating North Mac yesterday, 76-52. Gabe Cox with 33 more points as the Cougars improved to 10 and 0. Again, they'll take on Athens at 2 o'clock today in the semifinals. On the other side of the bracket, Jacksonville routed upset winner to get to the championship semifinals, taking down highly regarded Auburn 48-45. Corey Ronan had 17 points in that one. Also at Waverly in the consolation backdraw, Triopio was a 56-42 winner over Pawnee. At the Macomb Western Holiday Tournament, in the winner's bracket side of things, Liberty loses its second round game to a very talented Rockridge team today, 59-53. Liberty will take on Monroe's in the championship backdraw today at 9 a.m. West Hancock, though, on the late side last night, that dreaded 9.30 p.m. start game takes down Pittsfield, 39-32 to advance to the Final Four. Drake Hamill leading the way with 24 points. The Titans will face Farmington, 2.30 today in the semifinals, and they hope to get back to that 9.30 championship game tonight. Also... On the uh, winner's side of the bracket, Macomb, after a first-round victory, just their second of the season, falls to Farmington in the second round, losing 53-41. to Sam Allen had 23 points in the loss. It will be Macomb and Pittsfield at 10.30 this morning. 
on the backside of things and the consolation backdrop. Brown County, a winner over Canton yesterday, 46-45. Nathan Hendricker with 20 points. Eureka ends Camp Point Central's run at the uh, Macomb Western Holiday Tournament, 58-46. to And Illini West is also forcibly eject from, ejected from Western Hall. Not really forcibly ejected, but knocked out of the bracket. 50-32 to was your final there. The MBIT Championship Semifinals last night in Menden. Rushville Industry, a winner over West Prairie, 56-34. to The Rockets are heading to the championship game after Jacob Ruller scored 13 points, including the 1,000th of his career. Brady Klitz added 18 points on six triples. Pretty darn good night of shooting from outside. Their opponent, the Rockets' opponent, will be Western of Barrie, a 54-33 winner last night over Bushnell Prairie City. Preston Wellman led the way for his team last night with 20 points. Again, the Wildcats versus Rushville Industry tonight at 7.30 in Menden. Consolation semifinal Southeastern, a winner over the host squad, 53-40. Danny Stevens, the outstanding freshman with 23 points there. Also, Grigsville Perry gets its first win of the season, beating Brussels 47-42 to be Southeastern's opponent tonight in the Consolation Championship. At the Moberly Area Community College shootout last night, it was Highland falling to Lynn of Missouri 70-51 and Centralia beating Bowling Green 70-47. On the girls' side of things, back at Moberly, Canton with a huge win over New Bloomfield to start the day off. Lauren Frazier, what a day. 33 points, 12 rebounds in just three quarters worth of work. She did not play the fourth quarter. Good win for the Canton Lady Tigers. Elsewhere, it was Highland, though, succumbing to Lynn 51-35 and Bowling Green falling to Centralia on the girls' side 39-36. State Farm Holiday Classic after a loss in the first round to Bloomington Central Catholic. Central Southeastern bounces back and beats Rock Island Ullman 36-28. Kennedy Marlowe had 21 points for her team. At the Dixon Christmas Tournament, Quincy High School, a winner over Oregon 56-38. The Lady Tiger Classic Championship Quarterfinals, West Hancock gets taken down by Illini Bluffs 50-28. Liberty falls to Havana 46-41, which means the only local team playing in the Final Four there for the championship is Illini West, who beat Midwest Central yesterday. 55 to 48 was your final. Megan Harrell and Katie Kirkham each with 17 points in that one. Also, in the consolation side of things, Triopia knocks off West Central 50 to 41. Route bounces back from its first loss of the season to take down Unity 52 to 35. Brown County, a win over Pittsfield, Grigsville, Perry in a great game 43 38. Bell Cook had 18 points in that one. Macomb bounces back and beats Western 60 to 33. And North Green, a winner over Rushville Industry. 47 to 19. All right, we're set to get into it with Brian Ray, the head coach of the undefeated Payson Seymour Indians and recently installed as the winningest coach in the history of the program. We'll talk all about it with Brian Ray straight ahead. Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. It is always a great pleasure to talk some basketball with Brian Ray. His Payson Seymour Indians are undefeated, and last Saturday, Brian became the winningest head coach in the history of Payson Seymour basketball in a thrilling Saturday afternoon comeback win over Brimfield. Brian, I know your parents were there, huge packed holiday crowd, just from the standpoint of, I know you you don't like to think a lot about yourself, but just what kind of moment was that for you to, to kind of be able to bask that in with so many people that you love around and able to take part in it? You said it's not, it's not me. Um, I really have been lucky to have a lot of great young men that have uh, played extremely hard for me and for our program, for our community. Um, and I think it was just a culmination then to have uh, so many former players there which you know it's not a it's not a rare thing we got kids coming back all the time to watch games but uh to have a bunch of them there to 
sharing the experience and they, you know, they come and thank me, but I said, no, I thank you. I mean, I've never won a game. They're the ones that have done it. And, uh, I've just been lucky enough to kind of be the captain of the ship and steer them in the right direction. Um, it was fun. It brought a tear to my eye, uh, just to know how hard we've worked together, uh, to, to make that happen in such a short amount of time. And, uh, it's been a great ride. To me, the coolest thing about this isn't just the wins that you've reached and take nothing away from that. It's how quickly you've gotten there with so few losses. And your players turn out every year. They turn over every year because that's the nature of high school basketball, which says something about the standard they hold themselves accountable to. Is that the proudest part of this program for you, just that year-to-year kids take such ownership and pride in continuing this tradition that you guys have built together? Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's fun to one to, to prove people wrong uh i think a school of 150 kids to have a 11 year run like we've had when you know a lot of times it's cyclical with talent uh just goes to show you know how good these kids are uh as young men and how hard they work their work ethic their buy in uh their love for the game for each other for our program for our community and uh it's you know, we just get, we keep getting kids that want to, to live up to the standard and even, you know, like this year, try to raise the standard. And it's, it's incredible to see. Um, I hate losing kids, but that's just the nature of it. But, uh, we keep having kids come in and, and do things that people don't think they can do. And, uh, that's also fun to see. That's endemic to some of the success you've had this year as well. And I know everybody probably had Cole Schwartz and Lucas Luce on their list of consensus top 10 players in the area coming in. But it's the improvement that everybody else has made that really has impressed me that has kind of raised the standard this year, whether it's a Riker triplet or a, you know, a Hayden Hildebrand. The, the contributions they're making to holding up that rope has been pivotal to this point, I would think, for you, Brian. It is, and, and that's how it's been uh, since I've been here, that – you know, we, we try to coach every kid, you know, the same and expect the same out of them, regardless of their ability, their size, their speed, anything like that. And I think that's what's helped make us a quality program is that, you know, we've got a lot of great kids that play their roles really, really well. And that's the beauty of it. Every, every team has, you know, a superstar, leading scorer, things like that. But I think what sets us apart, you know, for longevity is that we really focus on those kids that play the, the, the role, the rebounder, the defender, you know, the, the high energy guy, um, you know, stuff like that. We've had a lot of different kids that have stepped up into those roles because you're always going to get the kids that want to be the scorer and can do that. But we've been able to get those kids um, that may be overlooked in some other programs or not get the, the love and attention, and they get to do that in our program, and I think that's what really helps us, and I think it sets them up for, for good things the rest of their life, and I think that's what I'm most proud of is the the, the outsiders, the, the kids that you wouldn't think could could uh, could do anything on other teams. They seem to be able to thrive and flourish uh, on ours because we put a lot of effort and emphasis into, you know, everybody on the team. 
you have made a concerted effort over the course of the years, obviously, to, to, to do some different things and to reward your kids and engage them constantly so they're thinking and throwing change at, changes at them, because I know you play a really aggressive, really tough summer schedule. Some of that falls into the endemic, of Brian, of, of changing things up this year with, uh, with the tournament schedule, because you decided to go see some different teams this year at Greenview, first-year experience. What's that been like so far? I know that's a really cool old gym, because yesterday was the first time I ever set foot in there, and I really kind of enjoyed the experience. Yeah, it's, you know, just get away. Get, it's more of a, a summertime feel, play two games in one day, uh, get to do some bonding and things. And, and a lot of times it's it's hard for a small school uh, to, to have many opportunities to get in tournaments, uh, you know, that, that are a distance that you can, you know, one, actually get to, um, and two, that you'd be able to be part of. Uh, this is a, you know, upstart tournament, and I think it's, you know, they've attracted a couple more uh, schools for next year, um, trying to get a lot of schools from different areas. Uh, it's just, it's been, a, it's been a good experience for the kids, you know, going out to eat and, you know, hanging out at Walmart and stuff. we got a nice day planned today uh, with the kids before we go play. Um, it's just enjoyable. We, we had, you know, a ton of fans actually show up and, you know, we go thank the crowd and I, I talked to a bunch of them and thanked them for coming. It's like, man, I can't believe you made this drive. Oh, <laughs> we wouldn't miss it. Uh, it's just, it's a great atmosphere and, and things for our, for our program, uh, to not only be able to do fun things in front of them at home, but so many people travel and watch us play. Uh, and this allows us to get out and see some more people, um, play some different styles and uh, get to enjoy each other, you know, outside of Adams County. Last one for you, Brian. Just I, I know everybody from the outside looks and sees undefeated and how well you've played and the, the, the slate of opponents you've played to this point and thinks, man, this is really good. But I know you've got improvement on your mind. What's the biggest improvement that Payson Seymour needs to make in the new year moving forward, I guess, starting today, obviously, but moving into the, two, uh, the 2020 portion of the schedule to get where you want to be at the end of this run? Well, I think the big thing, you know, it's it's cliche, but, you know, we can't look ahead. We've got to play one game at a time. Um, you know, the the record right now is nice, but that's not the ultimate goal. And the ultimate goal still isn't even winning. It's to try to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. Uh, we have to shore up some things on defense, uh, continue to, to rebound, um, and then be able to, you know, make some some tough baskets and, and not turned over uh, in big times and big games. And I think, you know, the, the Brimfield game, how well they played and their, you know, different sizes and abilities and shooting ability and stuff, I thought, you know, us coming back and for not playing that well and fighting back and getting over the hump was huge uh, for the kids' confidence and stuff, knowing that, hey, you know, we've been here before and we've, you know, come up short previously but this year you know maybe we're taking care of that and we're going to be able to get through some of those tough times so I just think trying to keep keep them challenged uh we're going to have some really tough games coming up and you know I don't want anybody to be focused on undefeated or anything because that that doesn't matter that it at the end it only matters you know if you're undefeated in the postseason and if we don't get to that point we don't I just want to make sure these kids have the best chance and experience they can have, make memories and uh, become quality citizens and 
and men in their their life after high school. That's Brian Ray. Everybody does a fantastic job. Had a coach actually tell me yesterday, Brian Ray is the best coach in our area, and you can't convince him otherwise. I tell you what, certainly the success he's had in the last 11 years at Pace and Seymour backs that up. Best of the holiday season to you and yours, Brian, and good luck the rest of today. Thank you very much, sir. And when we come back, we're going to talk with another undefeated head coach, Ryan Seasting from the West Central Cougars. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on Talk Radio 930 WTAD and FM 103.3. Here's Chris Dewar. They are a perfect 10-0, and they might be the most exciting watch in all of Tri-State High School basketball right now. They are the West Central Cougars, 10-0, as I mentioned, and head coach Ryan Seasting joins us now. And first of all, Ryan, i got to imagine this has been fun because you've had this core nucleus together for a couple of years now. Some of these guys are four-year guys. What's this been like for you just to go out there and know that you're kind of at max Q and getting a chance to see what this program is capable of? Well, I tell you what, these, these three young men, uh, seniors, Cox, Evans, and Howard, uh, they've been tremendous to coach. They're great kids. They love the game of basketball. They're students of the game. And, uh, you know, there's, there's not a group of three seniors that I guarantee that have put as much time as these guys have in the off season and watching film. And I just, you know, they're, they're three great kids to coach. And, you know, I've enjoyed these three guys you know, for, for three years now and just to see them grow, you know, mentally, physically, um, you know, it's, it's been tremendous. From your standpoint, and you touched on that, I mean, they're all honor roll students too. You coach a pretty smart group and you try to do some high concept things, particularly on defense. I got to imagine that helps sort of the overall bent when your best players are also your most intelligent and hardest working players. Oh, absolutely. You know, we, you know, we do a lot of different things on both sides of the ball and, uh, you know, and we've been able to just continue to add things these last, you know, couple of years. Uh, but these guys are smart basketball guys and, and they're leaders and, and they're also coaches on the floor and they're constantly helping some of our younger guys out, uh, with some of the things we do. But we do run a lot of sets on offense, which I think, you know, in terms makes us hard to guard because I don't, I, I mean, I think it'd be pretty hard to, uh, scout and prepare against us for everything we do offensively. Um, but then defensively, we've continued to add a few things this year, um, zone-wise and press-wise, and, and I think that's just made us even more difficult to prepare for. You've kind of beat me to the punch because especially in that small gym you're playing at this, this week in Waverly, your press, and then when you fall back into the zone, feels incredibly, mm-hmm. if not amplified, even more stifling than it is. I, I know where your mindset is. Is that your proudest part of where you've been at least to this point this week? Because you have had some players out. You've had some injuries. And, you know, Drew Evans got off to a bit of a rough start, yet your team just keeps seeming to find a way with that defense. As a coach, i got to imagine that's a dream. You know, and that's – you know, exactly right, Chris. You know, from day one, you know, I've told these guys offensively, we are pretty darn skilled, you know, and not even just our top three guys, but, you know, we have five or six guys and, you know, even a couple guys that come off the bench that have scored eight or ten points this year. Um, but defensively, you know, from day one, I told these guys, you know, if we, we want to have a special year and we want to go to Peoria and, and win, you know, and win our holiday tournaments that we're playing in or, or the Winchester tournament, you know, defense is what's going to get it done. And, uh, you know, and these guys that bought in and I give them credit, 
Um, you know, but be, being able to switch it up and play a little more zone this year uh, and switch it up at times and kind of keep the offense, um, you know, uncomfortable. But, uh, and, you know, I can't say enough on, on how proud I am of these guys and, and, you know, a couple different presses we do have been very effective and have definitely led to a lot of turnovers. And, you know, that's definitely our key is, you know, I, I think as, as many possessions that we can possibly make it, um, you know, I think it's going to be in our favor. You've got Athens today, who I know an awful lot about football-wise, just because they were so athletic and so successful. Turn around playing them mm-hmm. basketball-wise, and they've been pretty darn good in this tournament. What's that matchup like for you today? And I've got to imagine, at least from an athleticism standpoint, this is that next-level test you've been looking for. Oh, absolutely. You know, I I told our guys after the game, you know, more than likely we're going to play Athens, and they're extremely athletic. The most athletic team other than you can maybe say Beardstown, you know, are pretty athletic as well. But, um, you know, Ethan shoots the ball. You know, they they love shooting threes. Uh, and I think it's going to be extremely important to contest those threes. And, and you and I both know when teams shoot a lot of threes, there's a lot of long rebounds. And, um, you know, I think that's one area we've been extremely good at on both ends, especially offensive. But defensive rebounding today is going to be huge and contesting, you know, Ethan shooters. Uh, is going to be extremely important today. But they're a good team. They like to run, too. Um, so I think it's going to be, if we're not doing anything today, it's going to be an exciting game. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Uh, but definitely today, you know, contestant shooters, rebounding, uh, they've been pushing. You know, we want to play fast. And if they want to play fast with, with us, then, you know, I think that's great. Uh, obviously, I don't want you to get looking too far ahead, but just on the scheme of things for our for our listeners out there, they're going to have a chance to see you when you get up here for the Super Fan Shootout. They've got a chance to see you in a loaded tournament at your place at Winchester, which is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, tournaments of the year. Just the chance to kind of showcase these kids, all of them, um, and, and for people who haven't seen them, the energy level you get this week in Waverly from people who just are in the crowd buzzing about your kids. That's something your kids seem to feed off, that the circus is kind of here and that we're worth seeing and, and that's got to be a fun vibe as well you know it's you know winchester is a great community and they love their basketball there is no doubt about that and you know i constantly have you know especially the older people in winchester and they follow you know they see me out in the community and they talk about the basketball and our boys and you know some of the boys are sick and you talked about you know cole howard had pneumonia for a week um but you know, they love basketball and, you know, our guys kind of love the moment and they enjoy it. And Waverly is a special experience and, uh, you know, we're going to have a tough schedule down the road. That's for sure. Um, you know, and, and, you know, our next two games in Waverly and, and Madison, uh, Pleasant Plains at, you know, Quincy. So, I mean, you know, our, our schedule doesn't get any easier, but I think, you know, it's definitely going to prepare us and you know, talk about obviously pacing and, uh, down the stretch as well. That's that's off to a really good start, and you know have a couple of really good guards. Uh, but you know it's it's going to get difficult as the season progresses. But hopefully that prepares us uh, for a good stretch in uh, postseason. I'm not sure anybody's done a better job the last three years kind of elevating a program than Ryan Seesting has. And job well done, sir. Best of the holiday season to you, and go out and get one today against Athens. So we'll have highlights of that one because I think everybody and their brother within earshot is going to want to see that game today. So best of luck to you, sir.
Absolutely. Thanks again, Chris. We appreciate your support. Always a pleasure. And again, that wraps up another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket. Man, two undefeated coaches. You can't do much better than that, but we're going to try next week, see what we can scare up for you right back here next Saturday at 8 a.m. We'll see you on the radio, everybody. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.